to Prospects After Dark. Man, it's been a couple weeks since we've done this. I uh, I am your host. I am Kyle Reese for Birds on the Black and uh, Prospects After Dark. Look, uh, you know, normally this is where I say, hey, it's, uh, it's been shirtless Kyle from Austin Stone. I've decided to not wear a shirt tonight. It's a little hot in my apartment. I haven't had the AC or a fan on at all. I opened up my windows thinking it was going to be like 73 degrees. So when I got home, I was surprised to find that my apartment was hot as ball sack. Uh, I know what a hot ball sack feels like, too. Go ahead and fact check that family. Uh, but welcome to Prospects After Dark. I'm your host. I'm Kyle Reese. Look, we have a, a farm system. We have a trade deadline. We have a Cardinals team surging to talk about. Anything that you freaks want to want to mention, let's get at it. Uh, again, I'll probably show my nipples. All I'm wearing is boxer briefs. They're black. Uh, it's going to get super, super weird in here tonight. Bring your weird. Let's have some fun. Uh, Jay Frank the Tank says, I'm so excited for this. Had to stop a while back due to the uh, Game of Thrones spoilers. But let's get after it. Yeah, let's not talk about Game of Thrones. You talk about a show that's going to cause uh, uh, much volatility amongst the fan base. Let's avoid that. Uh, 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 Mark, uh, Mark Hayden says, sorry, uh, oh god, I'm wearing a sh- I'm not wearing a shirt, not safe for work, don't say that, we've had one of those. Uh, otherwise, let's get crunk tonight, Kyle, from Midmo Cardinals. Uh, I was fortunate enough to meet Midmo Cardinals just a little while back. Kobe, Kobe, welcome, I love you, buddy, it was a pleasure to meet you, uh, thank you for being in here. Do we still think Kisner is nine soft? Uh, I absolutely think Andrew Kisner has a big monster, and, and if the home run he hit the other night in Pittsburgh doesn't persuade you otherwise, uh, you're just not watching that big throbbing member between Andrew Kisner's legs. Uh, greetings from AutoZone Park. Hey there. Please don't let uh, Carp back in the lineup from Josh Tomlin. Yeah, you know, that's a tough thing. And I don't envy uh, Mr. Schilt's position here. Uh, being manager of a Major League Baseball team has got to be tough. It can't be easy. I understand why everyone is worried about Matt Carpenter finding his way back into the lineup. But Jeff Jones said something today about him not maybe being in the Cardinals lineup until Tuesday as he moves his rehab from Memphis to Springfield. I like that, and good for Carp for doing the right thing. Uh, again, I do not envy Mr. Schilt for the decisions he's going to have to make with Carpenter and Yadier Molina in particular, especially with Kisner and Weeders doing what they're doing, and Munoz and, uh, uh, and Edmund doing what they're doing. Look, this Cardinals team is more exciting than it's been in the past, and I don't think that there's any coincidence that that's happening as you know, an aging Yadier Molina who's been somewhat ineffective for the last two months of the season, and a, and a terrible version of the Matt Carpenter that we've seen in the past uh, in front of us. Excuse me while I watch Jennifer Aniston and We're the Millers. Uh, bring, come on over, Jennifer. Bring your friends. Uh, pleasure to meet you as well. Uh, the Farmer's Tando. Yeah, so take a look at this thing. Hold on. I'm going to stand up. Look at this. Oh my God. Look at this. So this is my farmer's tan and you'll notice that I have multiple colors going on. Uh, touch my body. I'm here. The internet connected here at the Academy sucks, but from here, Hey, Kendra, Nicole, how are you? Uh, Kyle, where's Graham? Uh, so some tragic news about Graham. Uh, when I cut off his finger during the act of coitus just a couple hours ago, uh, we had to send him to the urgent care. We can't send him to an emergency room because they make you fill out all the paperwork. Uh, but Coitus got a little out of hand with Graham. And uh, once he's through with urgent care, uh, we'll go ahead and have him chained up in the background. 
Uh, Ruru work. Shirtless Kyle, we are not worthy. Uh, what player on the MLB roster would you be okay with trading? I think I have multiples. Like, look, I love what Munoz has done, but Yairo could be a, like a sell-high candidate right now. You just never know there. Uh, I wouldn't touch the bullpen. Look, if a team wants Mike, Mike Myers, go ahead and go after that. Uh, I'd be very reluctant. Uh, Michael Waka is the obvious answer. Look, the Cardinals don't really have a reason to hold on to Michael Waka. He's not rotation depth anymore. He could be an interesting piece out of the bullpen, but he probably isn't not anymore at this stage in his career. If another team's willing to give you a little bit for Michael Waka, you make that trade. He'd be number one on my list. Uh, 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 Social Matt M says, looking felt. Kyle, thank you very much. Again, a uh, big moment for me. I'm going to do ahead and some of this padding on my back, but I lost 50 pounds in about three months just eating well and taking care of myself, and I'm, I'm feeling good. But that's not why I'm wearing nothing, really. Uh, the reason I'm not wearing a shirt tonight is I was hoping C70 would be here. No, I was, uh, I, I, my apartment's hot, is what I'm saying. Uh, what happened to my shirt? Uh, I fed it to Graham, and he's choking right now. So you think we will be in Noah or Strowman or any, or someone else? I don't. I, you know, I think the Cardinals are in a similar position to what the, the Blues were at. You know, the Blues were bad up until the trade deadline. That was when they were starting to get good. I think that the Cardinals will make minor uh, improvements. I think you'll see the Cardinals maybe go and get someone like uh, uh, Tony Watson or Wilson, the left-handed pitcher from the Mets, something like that. I do, I am interested to see if they go after someone like Syndergaard. I think Syndergaard, they'd be more likely to spend the prospects on than Strowman. Uh, but I wouldn't expect anything high dollar. We're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, welcome back, King, from Lil Tiny. Hello, Lil Tiny. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Uh, woke take. Carp's going to cost Springfield a playoff spot from Quinn. Oops. Now, I uh, I had to work tonight, so I didn't get to see any of the Springfield game. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, who uh, Come on. Who would you rather trade, Carlson or Gorman? Look, I... If I was in the front office and I had my guy, if I went to the Mets and I said, I want Noah Syndergaard, and they're like, look, all you have to do is trade Gorman or Carlson. You make your pick. I'm keeping Carlson. I like more of a sure thing. Player development is a tricky, tricky path. You can't always guarantee that a player is going to take that next step. Carlson has taken that next step. He's more complete, uh, and he just has a better understanding, a better approach. At this moment in time, I'm keeping Carlson and moving Gorman. Uh, Dan Bake, uh, Baker says, shirtless Kyle, so good. Damn, I live for this shit. Uh, welcome to the mess. Uh, does the carpet match the curtains? Here, there's only one way to find out. No. Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, starting pitching or bust. Uh, thank you very much for the nice beard. I'm really grooming it for you. Um, starting pitching or bust. Look, I think the Cardinals would do well to get a relief pitcher. I think they need another left-handed relief pitcher. Uh, I think they need to bring in multiple options. I I'd like to see them get aggressive with that position. And if they can get a relief pitcher that they feel competent enough to move Carlos Martinez back in the rotation, I'd do it. Dude, my mom walked in. Good. Ask her uh, how she feels about single bald. Well, not single. I'm in a relationship. But about bald guys who do shirtless podcasts. Uh, lots of talk of Strowman coming to town. Uh, what do you think the chances of that are? I think that the talk is from the fans. Uh, I think it's maybe misplaced excitement. Uh I don't... So here's the thing, right? Mr. Mozeliak has gone out of his way to say the Cardinals aren't going to move Carlson or Gorman. And I don't know how you can make a move for Syndergaard or Archer without moving one of those two. Uh, especially a team like the Cardinals who lack high-end prospects, per se. I mean, you're talking about from the prospect realm, uh, your top five, from my point of view, being uh, Carlson... Uh, Kisner, Gorman, Helsley, and Montero in that order. You know, Montero is working his way back from a broken hammock as he uh, as he works in the Gulf Coast League. Uh, his value would be lower now than it's ever been. So you don't want to play a game with that. Like, I, I don't know how they get it done without moving one of their top prospects. 
Hey, Kyle, I'm just joking. Uh, I'm just joking in, and Kyle is already shirtless. What the fuck is going on? Uh, you talk really fast. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm saying most of the time. Oh, you really look like Oob, son of Ragnar Lothbrook. Slap a hoe, Texas says some stuff I don't even understand, but I appreciate it. You already lose a bet. Uh, yeah, believe it or not, it's only a matter of time before my, uh, my one article of clothing comes off. Uh, so let's trade for Felipe Vasquez. I'd love that, but I don't think that that's a trade the Cardinals would be, even be able to make uh, with, with Pittsburgh. It's a tough move. Uh, Carlos overused or just bad. I think it's a combination. I don't think Carlos has been as effective as he's capable of being, uh, but I also think he's being overused. What did he do? He threw like 90 pitches in four days over a four-day four span. It's a lot of pitches. I would have liked for him to not pitch today. I wish that didn't happen. He could have used a little bit of rest, in my opinion. Uh, John Greco says, yo, dog. What's up, John Greco? Uh, uh, Brendan Wheeler says, Charlie Blackman, question mark. The tough thing about Charlie Blackman, right, is I feel like we should learn a lesson from Matt Carpenter. I think right now, if all you had to do was be guaranteed the next two years of Charlie Blackman, I'd be really, really interested in it. The problem is you have a high dollar total for a guy like Charlie Blackman into his mid-30s. And I don't necessarily know if that's the right move for the Cardinals to make, uh, especially with the type of prospects you'd have to give up to make the deal. Uh, I love Charlie Blackman. He's one of my favorite players. If the Cardinals could have made that trade two years ago, then I'd definitely do it. I'm getting water. Uh, feeling good and looking good. Kyle, I'm at the Peoria Chiefs game, and they sort of stink from Fredbird, uh, the, the mock Fredbird account. Yeah, it's been a rough year for, for Peoria. Now, they've gone through ebbs and flows offensively, where offensively they're dynamic sometimes. But the pitching's been bad, and that's a theme throughout the Cardinals minor league system. They've had a lot of injuries, and they've had a lot of underperformance. Uh, they've had some guys kind of impress, and Alex Fagalde, Tommy Parsons. Uh, you know, some other guys like that, Anthony Shu before Anthony Shu got hurt. They've had guys impressed. It's just that it hasn't stuck. And when you have bad pitching, you're setting yourself up for failure. Trade Fowler for Trout from I Can't Spell. I agree. Uh, now, you would ask the uh, the Angels to maybe throw Pujols in uh, to make the deal. Uh, hey, great work on the weight loss from uh, shit. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Wow, you are wearing nothing. I am wearing something. I'm wearing this beautiful beard. No, I'm, I'm wearing boxer briefs is what I'm wearing. And you know what? I'm taking those. My boxer briefs are coming off right now. We're 40 seconds into the show and my boxer briefs are off. Oh, shit. What did I walk into? Straight into Kyle after dark. Uh, your dream acquisition scenario, two chicks at one time, maybe three chicks at one time. I mean, I couldn't satisfy any of the three, but hopefully they'd be able to satisfy themselves. Uh, I, I could watch and cry and weep in the corner. Uh, no, my dream acquisition... I mean, you're Francisco Lindor, and I know that that becomes a question of like, uh, what do you do? Well, I move, I move DeYoung to third and let Lindor play short, and I think that that changes the entire lineup. I think that makes things more steady, more solid. I'm putting my box of briefs back on, and uh, I think that that's the kind of dream acquisition. Look, uh, maybe Mookie Betts, something like that. Uh, that that would be it. I, I would like for I like Syndergaard. It's not going to happen. Uh, but, like, the realistic dream expectation would be something like that. Uh, what trade rumors are you hearing from Sam Lisby? Hey, Sam, how are you, bud? Uh, you know, I'm not hearing much, to be honest. Uh, I think that we all kind of have adjusted our expectations of what this trade deadline is going to look like because of the, uh, <laughs> as my girlfriend retweets, uh, my shirtless self. Um, I, uh, hello, Ashley, how are you? I, um... I think that with the changing trade deadline moving to July 31st, uh, no trades after that except for, for players who 
aren't on the 40-man. I think that that changes what we were going to do. I think that changes how teams approach it. And I don't think that there's much in the way. I mean, you're seeing it on Twitter. You're seeing the steady information roll in between Morosi and Rosenthal and Jim Bowden making up lies and whatever the hell Bob Nightingale was saying. Uh, I just... I don't know necessarily how it's going to change. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of noise right now as we sit here on July 25th. I think instead you're probably talking about getting through this weekend and having a better idea of what's coming down the pipe. Uh, so we're going to see Carlson come up. Uh, again, look, if I'm hedging my bets, the answer is no. But understand that there are a lot of moving parts ahead of Dylan Carlson on the outfield depth chart. And uh, anything could happen. I will tell you that I've been told that the Cardinals have a specific plan in place for Dylan Carlson that will become more clear uh, once we get past the, uh, the, the trade deadline. Isn't Mike Miner a more realistic option? Yeah, Miner, you know, we've heard Miner, we've heard uh, Lance Lynn, but I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't paid any attention at all to what the Rangers are doing. For a while there, the Rangers were a pretty good team that could contend for the wild card. And I don't understand, even though they keep making Mike Miner available or his name gets tossed around, uh, where's your shirt, Klutz says. Uh, I hid it in your house. Good luck finding it. No, um, I, I think that we, I, without knowing what the Rangers are doing, I can't say. I know that there's rumors swirling about Mike Miner, but I think a lot of teams are in the same situation that the Cardinals were a week ago, where you're just trying to, like, find out what's next. You're, you're wanting to get as close to the deadline as you can before you decide what you're going to trade. And even then, someone like Mike Miner, uh, Lance Lynn, you're only going to trade them for, like, a haul, uh, unless you feel like you're moving. Uh, Cracker Liquid says, I'm hard right now. Me too. I'll show you here in about 45 minutes. Chi-Town Cardinal says, would I be crazy to say that I like Zach Thompson more than Nolan Gorman? Uh, I wouldn't say you're a crazy Chi-Town Cardinals fan. What I would say is that maybe you're more prisoner to the moment. Uh, maybe you're... Maybe you see the stats that Gorman is putting up and you're not impressed by them. Uh, I will say that if I'm an opposing team, uh, I'm going for Gorman before I'm going for Thompson, without a doubt. Oh, J uh, Josh says, oh, hey, friggin' cards. By the way, I do have bourbon tonight. It's just the Four Roses yellow label. It's amazing stuff. I raise my glass to every one of my pad people. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. Uh, there's my nipples, and here's the bourbon. And I do think Miner's a more realistic option than Syndergaard or Stroman. Uh, I'm not ready to give up the required for a step ace. Maybe I'd be a Cardinals fan too long. No, I kind of agree with you. Not unless you're talking about more than two years. Uh, love you. All right, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Sorry, guys. Uh, I've been missing a bunch. Uh, I totally take John Gray. Uh, again, the Rockies are a whole other thing, right? Because they've been so terrible. What comes next for them? We've, we've already talked about Charlie Blackman. Now we're talking about John Gray. Uh, I don't know. I would like to see the Reds acquire John Gray so they can have a little gray-on-gray -gray action in their rotation. Uh, let me put my meat scepter in that toot sleeve from Very Stupid Man. Uh, I would gladly let you put that meat scepter in my toot sleeve. It's wide open right now. It's basically a liquid funnel for sleevey meat tenders. Uh, hi, gang. Hey, what's up, Eric Thomas, our good friend Eric Thomas? Now, I don't know exactly what happened. Uh, the problem with working and looking at Twitter and getting messages is that I don't see everything, and I'm trying to read, and I'm not paying attention. But you guys know that we love, us pad people love us some Eric Thomas. Eric Thomas, it sounds like he had to go through a, a second surgery as he battles uh, maybe some, some lingering cancer. Uh, Eric, I love you, buddy. I love you. He, you're part of my Oregon family, and I hope that you're doing well. I hope you're feeling good. Uh, we raise our glass, our flogging, to Eric Thomas, uh, to all the pad people, but to Eric Thomas, buddy. We're thinking about you. We love you. 
I can't spell says we need more 32 plus year olds with long term contracts. Well, you're in luck because this monster is over 32 and looking for a long term contract. I have no discernible skills or talents, uh, but pay me. Uh, when Carp comes back, would sending Vader down to Memphis for a bit be logical for them to do? I think right now you could make the case that it's logical to send Vader down to Memphis. I hate that he's not getting at-bats. I understand why he's not getting at-bats, and he shouldn't get at-bats. But I do think that if you're going to make one roster move to get Matt Carpenter back up on, it's got to be Vader. you got to send him down. I will tell you, and I don't think that this is something any people have really thought about. I think we assume Harrison Vader goes back down, figures it out, we're all happy. There's a chance that Harrison Vader, because of that hole in his swing, other than for a defensive replacement or because of a roster crunch, we might not ever see Harrison Vader again. Now, the Cardinals still maintain that Harrison Vader is their uh, their center fielder of the future. I think that's dumb. I think that they don't understand how value works. I think that they're missing an opportunity to trade him. I know that some fans think that his trade value is at the lowest it's ever been. I completely disagree with that. Uh, but I... I'd look to move him. I think if there's a legitimate chance it happens, that's a move that I would make for sure. You can't send Yairo down. You can't send Gyro down. You can't send Edmund down. Um, skipping ahead. I'm sorry about that. Uh, shit is getting real from T.Y. What's up? Uh, trade, DFA, keep. Okay, so trade, DFA, and keep. I'm trading Bader. I'm keeping Reyes, and I am DFAing Webb. Uh, what kind of package would it take to get Tommy Edmond? I think if you traded the Rays, Justin Williams, Henesis Cabrera, and Roel Ramirez, you'd be able to get Tommy Pham. Uh, Herd Cubbies may go after Blackman and flip Schwarber to AL for bullpen help. Yeah, uh, so we'll see what happens there. I I'm anxious to see what the Cubbies even have to trade. Remember, that system's kind of been depleted. They have, like, one starting pitching option. And one of the rumblings that we've heard is that uh, uh, Mr. Theo Epstein kind of wants to rebuild the farm right now as he starts uh, seeing some, some issues cropping up in the future. I would love to see something like that happen. I think that it would hurt the long-term sustainability of, of the Chicago Cubs. And however that happens, I'm a happy boy. Uh, what do you think about Johan Miesis from uh, Gabe Hester? Uh, Brendan Schaefer, our good friend Brendan Schaefer, loves him some Johan Miesis. Look, again, I'm not trying to like beat up on a prospect. I don't mean this in a bad way. Johan Miesis was a great return for Bravik Valera. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing return for Bravik Valera. He is minor league depth. Uh, probably never make a major league debut unless he's with another organization. He's been really good for Memphis, subpar for Springfield. He's just a really fun player. Again, think of him as like the minor league version, like minor league Marcelo Zuna. He, he'll put up minor league numbers that Marcelo Zuna puts up at the major leagues, but he just doesn't have that refinement. I'm a fan of Johan Miesis. I like him a lot as a prospect, uh, but he's just a, a minor league player. I can't spell said it. Randy Rosarena would produce 2019 Fowler stats plus better D if given the chance, true or false. I'll say, I'll say false. Uh, it depends on what you mean by better stats. It's tough, right? Fowler's going to have a better on base percentage. Randy's probably going to hit with a little bit more authority. The the defense might be a little bit more even than you might initially think. Uh, it's not as clear cut as as being able to say one way or the other. I think we'd all be surprised. And again, we see the Memphis stats for Randy Rosarena. We get really excited, but remember that's Memphis. That's AAA in a in a hitter's ballpark, in a hitter's league. Uh, we need to we need to pump the brakes. Now, I do believe Randy Rosarena could help this team, but I can't guarantee you that he'd be better than Dexter Fowler. And I know a lot of people are down on Dexter Fowler, but Dexter Fowler's been really good for the St. Louis Cardinals this year, uh, in center in particular. Uh, keep an eye on that. J. Frank the Tank 5 says, Does O'Neal have a market? Question mark. Similar to J. Mark. Question mark. Honestly, I wouldn't move outfield depth 
but understandable. Now, make no mistake, Tyler O'Neill has substantially more trade value than J-Mart. I know that you see the you, like the the advanced advanced approach for J-Mart, but O'Neill is a controllable asset at a young age who hasn't even hit his prime yet. He has big power. He's a better outfielder, although it's been shaky for him. I get that. Uh, so, but yes, I think I think Tyler O'Neill has a market. I don't know if the Cardinals will shop him. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I don't expect the Cardinals to trade him for Will Smith or something like that. Uh, give me all of the John Gray. People love John Gray. All right, I'm skipping ahead. Uh, Andrew Miller is also, from Blake Reichert, Andrew Miller is also doing Miller time things again, which is awesome. He's fun again. Okay, so first off, Mr. Jason Hicks, uh, the, the, the crowned king of Prospects After Dark is here. Jason, Mr. Hicks, I love you. I've missed talking with you. Uh, we're all thinking about Jordan. It seems like his rehab or his recovery is going well. Uh, we love you. We love your wife. We love the family, buddy. Thank you for being here. I've missed seeing you. I've missed talking to you. I hope you guys have a great weekend here. Uh, but to the Hicks family, we raise our glass. Quinn says, uh, not signing Bader to a DeYoung deal was a great move. I agree. Uh, how about Gallegos being our Lord and Savior? He's been great. Yeah, you know, ever since uh, Jordan Hicks had to have uh, the, the, the Tommy John surgery, the only reliable reliever out there, really, it feels like, you know, with Brebbia having issues, overwork issues, Gann having overwork injuries, Andrew Miller coming together, uh, it seems like the one guy is Giovanni Gallegos. I know everyone's saying he's the best, one of the best relief pitchers in baseball. The stats prove that. I love it. I'm excited. Good for Giovanni. Uh, any updates on Austin Gomber from Josh? You know, Josh, what I'll tell you is he's throwing. He's not recovering as well as that they had hoped. And other than that, I don't know a lot. I don't have a time frame. I think that by now the Cardinals thought he'd be pitching in-game, and it's not happening. I think they would like to have it happen uh, by, the, by the beginning of August, but I haven't heard anything in a couple weeks, and I don't think that that's a positive sign. Hey, Christian Rabbit. Hey, Christian. How are you, bud? Uh, M-I-Z underscore Z-O-U. Uh, can't tell if you have a shirt on or not. I do not. Uh, here's a nipple. There's hair there, but there's a nipple. Uh, so, hi. Uh, what up with Scotty Hurst from Micah Harris? So I, I actually want to talk about Scott Hurst. I've been watching a lot of Scott Hurst lately with a specific eye of trying to understand what the hell's going on with him because he's a better player and a better hitter in particular than he showed in 2019. And I will tell you that his swing is a mess right now. He is terribly off balance. Uh, it's, he's, he's added, incorporated like an extra movement in it. He's doing that Ichiro swing where he's shifting too much with his body. Now remember, Ichiro is a once in a lifetime type talent. Not everyone can pull off that swing. As a matter of fact, the Cardinals had to make huge changes to Jonathan uh, Machado's swing because he did the same thing and he was always going to be a mess because of it. Ichiro is one of a kind. Scott Hurst is kind of doing that. His balance is way off at the plate and that's why his stats are not good right now. I still believe in Scott Hurst. I still love Scott Hurst. Uh, he just needs to go back to finding that balance. Uh, Be Real underscore five says, would you eat Grinky's contract? Uh, I would eat his soul. No, I... Uh, it depends on what you have to give up in conjunction. And I don't think Zach Grinke would come here, so luckily it's a moot point that I don't even need to say. Uh, but what I, yeah, yeah, I would. It depends on what else you'd have to give up. Like, remember, when the Cardinals traded Mike Leake to Seattle, they got Raider Escancion uh, uh, back in that deal uh, while eating a lot of Mike Leake's contract. Like, if I could do something like that, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Uh, tube top from Braun, not Brown. Uh, nope, no tube top. This is just an amazing farmer's tan, my friends. Hey, Jay 
so is Miesis Gritchick 3.0. Think of Miesis as Gritchick 5.0. Uh, what starter can be had for cheap and might actually help the cards? I don't think there's a lot, right? Now, I will say, and I was thinking about this, the Cardinals win got Tyson Ross last year, someone who was DFA'd. I believe, and I'm not talking about a starter, but I believe that someone like Derek Holland could help the bullpen in a left-handed relief capacity. Now, I'm not saying rely on him. I'm not saying anything like that, but I think he's better than Tyler Webb. I think he's better than Jason Shreve. I don't think he's going to blow the world apart, but he was a DFA candidate, similar to how Tyson Ross was last year, and Tyson Ross helped the Cardinals in a big way. I'd like to see him go get Derek Holland. Uh, again, don't give up a lot, whatever, blah, 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 uh, but I think he can help the Cardinals. Uh, Trent, uh, Trent Apple says, hello, Pat, hello, been a while, it has been. Hey, VHS, welcome to my shirtless prospects after dark, we missed you, buddy. Uh, Carp starting right away, a definite, we'll see how these next couple days go. Remember, the report is at first, Matt Carpenter was supposed to be penciled into the Cardinals lineup on Friday. Right now, it looks like it's going to be Tuesday at the earliest. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, I am shirtless, Christian. Uh, let's see, where are we at? Uh, who's starting for the Cardinals outfield for, for me? In 2020, uh, with the roster is currently constructed, I'm doing Dexter Fowler in center, and then the two corner spots, if I'm not signing anyone, it's a complete open job. Lane Thomas gets to compete for it. Dylan Carlson, Randy Rosarena, Tyler O'Neill. If they, none of those guys have been traded, they, it's an open competition. Whoever seizes it in spring training gets both of the corners. Just that simple. Uh, love my peeps. Hey, we're your peeps, Mr. Hicks. We promise. Carlson is too much hassle for the front office. He will be gone. Uh, Carlos. Carlos is too much hassle for the front office. He will be gone. I don't, I don't agree with that. And that stupid report coming out from SEL Sports Central or whatever. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know where that guy's getting in the information from. I can tell you that the information I've received is completely contrary to that. Uh, and that's not even, like, that's the the private information that I've received, not the public information with both, which both Carlos, Carlos's people, the Cardinals front office, and the Cardinals coaching staff have talked about. Look, the Cardinals are going to use CMART however they want. Uh, an, an agent can sweep in and swoop in and say whatever they want, but it's not going to change how the Cardinals are going to use him. Uh, Kyle is wearing the other half of Jim Edmonds' half shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing the bottom half of it. Uh, I'm wearing the... No, I'm not going to show you. Uh, I feel like this is a team we all knew we had, just weren't sure if it would all click. Youth helps from J. Frank the Tank 5. Now, I will say, remember, I was pretty solid about saying I thought the Cardinals had a floor of like 88 wins. I thought they were an 88 to 92 win team. Uh, maybe we get that, maybe we don't. We're just going to have to wait and see. I don't know if the team that's playing right now is exactly what we thought. We thought they'd be a winning club and more than just an above 500 club. Uh, but right now they're surging in a weird way. Let's see what happens when the Astros come into town. This is going to be exciting. The Cardinals have a, a, a haul here between the Astros and the Cubs coming up. I cannot wait to see how it goes. You know, uh, in a week, we could know a, we're going to know a lot more about the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, they could be four out. They could be four up. No telling, but it's going to be. We're entering the most important week of the season. Uh, over under two weeks until Myers is DFA'd. I'll take the under. Uh, Terry Fuller, Terry Fuller, Terry Fuller. Yeah, we've been watching a lot of Terry Fuller via State College on MILB TV. He has a mechanical issue. He's going to need to work out. His swing is weird. Uh, it, it, it's it, He needs to get his hands closer in. You need to get him extended, be a little bit more confident going with pitches. Uh, but it's awesome to see the progress that Terry Fuller has made for State College in Johnson City this year. He's at State College right now. It was awesome to see him hit his first home run last week. Uh, again, he's still raw. There's still a potential minor league future in his 
in his future, but let's pump the brakes on it a little bit. I need water. Sorry, guys. My talking glands are not acting right because I've had. What are your thoughts on Munoz and base stealing controversy last night? Look, uh, let me tell you something. I know it's a major leagues. It's not minor leagues. Uh, it's not little leagues. But anything could happen. Anything could happen in a game. I don't care. I don't care about it. I don't care. Let the guys steal bases. Let them pimp home runs. Look, if I'm a manager and I feel like I can get away with the stolen base in that moment or later in the game, I'm going to do whatever I can to win the goddamn game. There's no mercy rule, okay? If there was a mercy rule and the Cardinals were running towards a mercy rule, I could understand why a team would get pissed off about it, but I don't care, man. We're all stupid. Dylan Carlson is the name of the friend who bought Kurt Cobain the shotgun. Yeah, I could get behind that cracker liquid. I like that. What happened to Max Schrock? He was shook. No, uh, he did not do very well. The problem sometimes with the guy who doesn't make a lot of contact is he ends up, or doesn't strike out a lot. Makes The problem with the guy who makes a lot of contact is sometimes he makes too much contact. Uh, that means that that person is making soft contact pretty clearly, uh, pretty regularly too. Um, that's what happened to Max Schrock. Now he's moved to third. He's been solid at third. He used to be a second baseman exclusively pretty much. Moved to third, been okay. Had a better 2019 than a 2018. Uh, but if you're asking what happened is the minor league baseball, baseball in general caught up to him. Uh, Adam Blackburn says, I'm tired of seeing Colton Wong's name mentioned in trades. What, uh, what day you, what, what say me? Look, I, here's the thing is I think that the only way you trade Colton Wong is for like Whit Merrifield. Uh, and other than that, you don't trade Colton Wong. And now that you have utility infielders that you feel comfortable with in particular, uh, I would not trade Colton Wong at all. Look, I love Colton Wong. The only way you make that trade is if it's a trade that you can't say no to. Your thoughts on Todd Latt so far from Iowa Neck. What's up, Derek? Uh, you know, so his on-base percentage has been good. His batting average has been really good. He's hitting some doubles. He's taking really impressive at-bats. Part of the reason why the Cardinals took Todd Lott, uh, who's like the cousin of Ronnie Lott, former all-world safety, is because in the, uh, 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 the Cape Cod League, he did so well hitting with a wooden bat that it opened up their eyes. And then last year at the Uni University of Louisiana Lafayette, he did a very good job of incorporating uh, a, a more patient approach into his game. And that was part of the reason why uh, uh, the Cardinals drafted him. I've been really impressed. Again, this is the kind of player who does well at the Johnson City level. We'll see what happens as he moves to the organization, but it's a, po a promising positive sign. Uh, Klutz says, I just took my shirt off to be like Kyle. I'm not going to show it, though. You can thank me later. Uh, I'm not going to thank you. Show yourself, Klutz, and thank you for being a part of the resistance, my friend. Uh, take your shirts off. Take your pants off. Uh, this is a free, free environment. Uh, Ken Giles is our best option, in my opinion. You, I look. Ken Giles punches himself in the head. You won't be surprised to find out that I am on board for that. Uh, I wonder what the asking price is on Yasiel Puig. I do too. I'd love to see how that all goes. I don't think that he's the kind of player that the Cardinals would trade for. Uh, should starting pitching be our best free agent target this winter? And who? Let's get through the season. I know that we're at the point of the halfway mark of the year where we're like, okay, let's look ahead and let's see how we can make this team better. I love that. I appreciate that. But I'm not there yet. I'm not there to see. I will say that the Cardinals have starting pitching deficiencies uh, at the minor league level. So, yeah, maybe that's something that you do. But I want to see what's available. I want to see what it looks like. And you talk about free agent market. I think you might be better off finding a starting pitcher on the trade market at that point. 
Uh, other than Mike Matheny, who can we give the Royals a dollar for? Oof, God, I'd love to find out. I'd love to comb that roster. By the way, the Royals have a really good farm system filled with some interesting prospects, uh, and especially pitching prospects. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Royals find their way to 500 quicker than most people think. Who you prefer, Stroman or Thor? Thor for me. I love Stroman, though. Blake Parker may be an option since he was DFA'd. Yeah, look, I don't think if, if a guy's willing to take a minor league contract, uh, depending on what happens with Derek Holland, you bring Derek Holland in, you bring, break, you bring Blake Parker in, uh, you bring in as many options for the bullpen as possible. Our friend Graham is here. He says, "Hi, Daddy. Uh, you'll be a, Graham. You'll be pleased. I'm glad that you made it safe. Let me start over. Hi, there you are, uh, Graham. I'm glad to know that you made it safe from urgent care. I'm sorry for ripping your fingers off during the acts of coitus earlier in the evening." Get back in your cage. Uh, cards need to get a Robbie Ray. Yeah, I'd love Robbie Ray. And I would think Robbie Ray would cost somewhere between Strowman and uh, uh, Thor. Like Thor, Ray, Strowman in the pecking order. Uh, PMW says, someone explain the fly the L button to me, please. I know it's a Cubs deal, but what's the button for? I don't know about any of that. Uh, uh, no, Lucas says Holland's already been DFA'd, but remember he hasn't been giving his unconditional release yet. Uh, he's on the waiver wire. That whole thing, the Cardinals might have to make a move for him. They could put a claim in for him, bring him. The Giants could say, "Hey, take him." Uh, I I don't know where he's at in that process. Is what I'm trying to say. As far as fly the L thing goes, that's our good friend Jeff Niehaus. I raised my glass to Jeff Niehaus. I don't know anything about the button. I don't know what that means, uh, but uh, I know that's Jeff Niehaus's call sign. So we raise our glass. Ruru do work says my girlfriend finished homework so I gotta go everyone have a great night love you Kyle we love you too Ruru do work uh, thank you for being here uh, that last drink was for you too uh, Rangers possibly making Mazzara available should cards be interested uh, I think maybe last year that's when you become interested in Nomar Mazzara I personally like the Cardinals internal options better than having to give up prospects and get Nomar Mazzara uh, inside source, Easton Leonard. That's right. Uh, info come from his ass, and you can quote me. That's right. I'll put a finger in there and show you here in a little bit. Uh, Depoto wants to trade the Space Needle for the Arch. Uh, so that's the thing. We're we're definitely misinterpreting how Jerry Depoto does business. Jerry Depoto would trade the Space Needle for like Laclede's Landing and Blighted Land. Uh, was 9-11 bad? It was. Uh, if shirtless Kyle Bobblehead was sold on the Botby website, I'd buy the crap out of that. So would I. I wouldn't know what to do with them, but I'd just set them up here and I'd watch them. Uh, 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 predictions on how many wins cards get in their next 11. Astros, Cubs, and Dodgers. I'll say they go 6-5. and five. I will say they go 6-5, and five, my friend. Uh, Thor or Stro Show? I'll say Thor. Who would you give up for Strowman? I don't know, man. You know, I go back and forth trying to decide how I feel. Uh, hey, Graham, love you. Uh, how I feel about, like, the return. I think it's going to be tough to get Strowman. I think it's going to be tough to get Robbie Ray and Noah Syndergaard, especially if you're not willing to give up Gorman and Carlson. I don't know how you make it happen. Uh, I don't think any of them are likely. I don't know if the Cardinals extend past that, even if they're surging, even if they take 11 in the next games, uh, the next 11 games or whatever. Like, 
I don't know how you make that move without trading one of those two. And Moselec has said that those two are untouchable. So uh, I think that you're looking at something maybe more minor than that. Uh, Josh Stuckey says, predictions for the next 12 games. I fear 4-8, and eight, but would take 6-6 six and six as long as no sweeps. Again, I'll say 6-5 and five or 5-6 five and six over the next 11. 6-6 uh, six and six or 7-5 and five or 5-7 five and seven as well. Uh, who is going to see Marp in Springfield from Shieldface? I'm not going to be able to help you out there. Hey, uh, Adam Van Grack, how are you, buddy? We miss you. Uh, exactly, these are professor professionals. Come to Pad Late and Kyle is shirtless. Seems about right. Fish, I have been shirtless since the beginning of the pro the festivities. Uh, I decided to do this whole thing without the shirt. Look at them. Look at that. Ah! I don't. Oh God, that was disgusting. What the hell's wrong with me? I tried to be funny and I took it too far, guys. Uh, interested in Deekman. Uh, ask Graham if he's interested in Deekman. Yeah, sure. Look, I am about the Cardinals bringing in as many left-handed pitching options as possible. They're going to need more than what they have. Bring in as many as possible. Uh, I like most unwritten rules, but early in the game, much different than late. I agree. And even then, late in the game, look, we've seen shit get weird really quick. And uh, I just want the win. Jay Frank the Tank says, Kyle, do you make soft contact? I make soft, hard, uh, soft contact, I make hard contact, I make mildly chubby contact. Uh, if, if there's contact to be made in any variety, I'm doing it. Do you think this roster could actually win a World Series from Sam Lisby? Look, I, do I think it can? No, I don't think it can. Could it? Yeah, it absolutely could. Uh, it depends on how the pitching is. I'll tell you what, I didn't think the 2006 Cardinals could win the World Series. I didn't think the 2011 Cardinals could win the World Series. But everybody pitched up to their abilities when it mattered, and they did. Uh, so, yeah, no, uh, to your question, I don't think they can, but could they? Yeah, they absolutely could. Uh, is Jake Woodford a likely contributor in MLB next season? He absolutely is, Adam Van Grack. Uh, is Losey better than Thompson? No, no. I think that you're talking about the difference in between, like, is Hudson better than Woodford? Something like that. Uh, Hudson is substantially better than Woodford. He'll be better than Woodford for a long time. Uh, they're both major league contributors, but uh, Thompson has more than Losey has, as does Hudson and Woodford. A vanilla 2413 says, Malcolm Nunez's progress. It's been positive. You know, he missed the start of the Johnson City season because of some uh, shoulder problems, I believe. Shoulder and back problems. But he's really coming to his own over the last 20 games or 20. God, I'm so stupid. Over the last five or 10 games or so. He had a grand slam earlier in the week. Last week, I mean. Uh, it's been impressive. It's been good. He's still way too aggressive swinging. We all know that for a fact. But again, he's 18, 19 years old. It'll all come in time. Uh, wait, could Trajan Fletcher uh, be Mike Trout? No, no, he absolutely could not from reasonable doubt. Uh, Trajan Fletcher, by the way, Cardinals' second-round pick in the 2019 draft, has a lot of work to do. He's very raw, very, very talented. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see what happens with him. But, he, again, right now he's doing okay for Johnson City. Uh, but there's extra development time that's going to have to happen with him. He cannot be Mike Trout. He's not going to be that good. Hey, Ashley, how are you? You're my girlfriend. Hi, I'm here. I had two bacon beef and cheddars and one to die. Uh, you're welcome. Will Lane Thomas be a serious contributor in September? No. Too many outfield options. Is it about damn time to spend some cash and get either Cole or Rondone? Or Rendon, rather. Uh, they're not going to get either of those guys. The Cardinals just 
locked up Matt Carpenter for additional years. Do not expect to see them sign Rendon. I would be all about Garrett Cole, but you know they'll sign Garrett Cole and he'll be hurt forever. Uh, what prospects will contribute most in 2020? Dylan Carlson. Uh, how bad of a call was the Carp extension? It was stupid. We talked about it at the time. Uh, very, very short-sighted. Uh, at, uh, at Blogger Day, Mo tried to sell it as if they only gave him one additional year, when in fact they bought out his extension and then gave him an additional year guaranteed on top of that. So it's two guaranteed years. And uh, that could be bad. Right now it looks bad. Hey, Victoria, how are you? Uh, potent offense has been bailing Wayno out. He is brutal on the road from Cracker Liquid. That's a fact I won't argue. I will say it's been fun to watch him pitch in St. Louis. And it's nice that he's had more success this year than I could have imagined at any point during the 2018 season. Love that, Adam Wainwright. I hope he keeps it up. JLock underscore five says, odds Ozuna gets re-signed. I'll say 15%. Braun Not Braun says, a week ago I wanted to add a bat. Now I think we need a starting pitcher. I'm glad I don't run the cards. Yeah, and look, if you're running the Cardinals, you're adding, like, ideally, to shore up the team, you're adding a bat, you're adding a starting pitcher, and you're adding a reliever, but that's not going to happen. I've drank a lot of water tonight. Uh, Toon Dog says, I wonder if Derek Gould, snarky ass, watches his chat under a ghost account. Look, I like Derek Gould. I have nothing bad to say about Gould, and he is snarky for sure. Uh, maybe comes across as trite more often than not. I love Derek Gould. I can't say a bad thing about him. Uh, MLB Trades says, hello, hello, MLB Trades. Uh, Ashley and uh, Adam Van Grack are having a conversation. Toon Dog and Travis Janik are having a conversation. Uh, why did you have to go so deep, Kyle? Because that's the only way to satisfy that hollowed-out anus of yours. Uh, pour one out for Jeff. No, Jeff's in here now. We don't pour one out. Uh, you ever on local radio from uh, uh, Nunya Business? Uh, no, no, I have been in the past, only a couple of times here and there. I, and honestly, as you watch Prospects After Dark, you know that all of these local radio stations would do well to have me on because I'm fucking great. Uh, but, you know, they don't because they're cowards. Cards trade for Tulo now, now that he's retired. I'm going to raise my glass to Troy Tula Whiskey. <laughs> Throughout my entire early 20s. I wanted the Cardinals to trade everything that they had for Troy Tulowitzki. We're very fortunate that I wasn't in the front office, uh, but what a great career Troy Tulowitzki had, uh, often injured. Tulowitzki, DTD, I raise my glass. Highest ceiling of all MLB, MILB Cardinals outfielders, it's Dylan Carlson right now. That includes Trajan Fletcher. It includes... Uh, Victor Garcia, uh, Carlos Soler. It's definitely, definitely Dylan Carlson. I don't think we have any idea what Dylan Carlson's ceiling is. And that's really interesting. You know, we, we assumed that a prospect of Carlson's stature uh, as he, you know, was doing okay at those other leagues, the, the Midwest League, the Florida State League over the last two years, like, I don't think we had any idea what his ceiling is. Now, I don't think we have any idea what his ceiling is, but I think that that's because we don't understand it. Look, I'm not... You know me, I'm not one to get into hyperbole. I've tried telling people over and over again that Dylan Carlson is the type of prospect that could end up being like Reggie Sanders. Like if I'm if I'm hedging my bets, I'm saying Dylan Carlson is going to have a Reggie Sanders-esque career. But there's also the chance that this 20-year-old who's hitting really well at the at the Texas League in Double A could end up being like Christian Yelich. The opportunity is there. The potential is there. He understands baseball. He's committed to it. He just has a different understanding that a lot of prospects don't have. That's why I trade Gorman before I trade him. And Gorman's a smart baseball mind, but he doesn't have that extra it factor that Carlson has. And that's what separates him. I don't think we know what Carlson's ceiling is. I think it's astronomically high. 
what's most likely going to happen is someone like Jose Valentin. Uh, look up his stats. I think that you'll see a career uh, trajectory, something similar to that. But there's more there, and it's going to be interesting to see what Dylan Carlson has. So who has the highest ceiling of that minor league outfielders? It's Carlson, without a doubt. Uh, uh, Jake Siegler says, my wife just farted. Good. What does it smell like? Uh, seven and four from Klutz fan. Uh, shirtless Tim eating pizza is here. Hey, Timo. How are you, buddy? Uh, let's see. All right. I'm, so, I'm going ahead, guys. I'm sorry I'm missing it. Highest ceiling pitcher in Memphis or Springfield. Uh, highest ceiling is Henesis Cabrera. He's on the IL right now. Uh, uh, he and Helsley, one and two right there. I would probably say Helsley because I'm a Helsley homer. Uh, getting to double A, I'd say Angel Rondon or Johan Oviedo. I don't think we necessarily know what Oviedo's ceiling is yet, but we're going to find out soon. Uh, well, kids, I have work to do. Have fun. Thank you, Ashley, for stopping by. Uh, CC, Trey Fletcher. Uh, yeah, and please stop panning the camera down. You're scaring me. Oh, no, what am I supposed to do? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at that fucking dick. Uh, still, March Hayden says, still have a feeling we missed playoffs. It could happen. The National League is kind of tight. Uh, what the hell are they doing with Ryan Helsley? I don't even want to talk about it. You guys know I get fired up. Do you think Milwaukee is still serious in the division hunt a month from now? I do. Uh, less water, more whiskey to more whiskey. On a serious note, you complete me. Love me some pad from Shield Face. Thank you, Shield Face. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Graham was 17 and then he turned 18. Uh, and now Shield Face is the only one who's 17 who might turn 18. So here in a little bit, it's going to get really weird and you're going to feel really uncomfortable uh, as I accidentally hit on a 17-year-old boy. Uh, is Chase Pender doing well? No, it's been a rough season for Chase Pender. For Look, if I, had, if I could take like one paragraph to describe the Cardinals minor league season, I would say the pitching has been bad. A lot of players have underachieved. Very few players have outkicked their, their potential. Uh, and it's been a disappointing season at the minor league level for a lot of players. Uh, Whitewater Attorney says, for question from his son Caleb, our good friend Caleb. In your opinion, who is stronger pitcher this year, Wayno or Seamart? I will always take Carlos Martinez. I appreciate and love what Adam Wainwright has done this year, especially at home, as we talked about earlier. But look, Carlos Martinez, even though he hasn't been great, is still great. His ERA is like 3.7 or something, uh, and we're all complaining about how bad he is. And never mind he threw 90 pitches in four days. I want him in the rotation. So I'll say Seymour, Caleb, and I hope you're doing well, bud. Uh, I watched Tulo a lot, and Tulsa was a wizard. He was more than a wizard. He was amazing. Uh, Tulo was my favorite non-cardinal as a kid by far. Me too, Blake Reichert. Oh, did uh, Snorting Bull, our good friend the Snorting Bull, hello, Snorting Bull, says that Tulo took a coaching job at the University of Texas. That's awesome. That makes me happy. You know, I'd like to hope that uh, Troy Tulowitzki has the ability to, uh, to imp oh, God, I don't even know what I'm doing. Hi, guys. Hold on. Let me, let me adjust the camera. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't even know what's going on. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. Stream live. Uh, uh, cancel. Yes, we did it. All right. Uh, I, I hope he embarks a lot of knowledge on the next generation. I don't even know what I was saying. Cardinals would have won the 2013 World Series with Tulo. I agree, Lucas. Uh, however, my favorite, favorite player was Colby Rasmus. I was never a Colby Rasmus fan. Uh, Tulo's career is what the PED guys would have been without the help. Man, I, I need to go look at that. That's interesting, Nick. Uh, no collusion, I agree. Oh, Trojan Fletcher, Good Life Sean, would have been such a better name. Trojan, I'll, uh, I'll use it. Uh, who's the next Carlson Kyle, a prospect doing okay right now that is suddenly going to explode? Now, remember, Carlson 
To say that Carlson was doing okay kind of takes away some of the context of where and how he was doing okay. Yes, statistically it wasn't impressive. But remember, he was an 18-year-old in the Midwest League playing at a full season level and then a 19-year-old in the Florida State League. Both of those assignments were tough. You look at their stats and you say, not impressive. And then when he hits in the Texas League, you're like, oh, wow, here he is coming of, his, coming of age. So what I'll tell you is a player that might not be putting up the best stats, but has a great career or a potential for a good career ahead of them because they're young and just kind of like treading water. You know, my guess is that, honestly, I think Jan Torres has that potential. Now he's on the Johnson City IL because of uh, uh, a hamstring issue or something in lower body related. So that's the direction that I would go in. Supremely talented, uh, just needs to get pushed a little bit and needs to stay healthy. Bader going back to Memphis soon. Again, when Carp's ready, I would assume, barring any other injury, that Bader's the one who gets sent down. JLock05 says, biggest bold prediction for the second half. Uh, my dick goes from two inches to four. Uh, laundry day. Laundry day. No clean clothes, right? Laundry day. No clean clothes, right? If you know what that's from, then kiss me. Higher ceiling, Carson Kelly or Andrew Kisner. Higher ceiling offensively is Andrew Kisner. Higher ceiling defensively is Carson Kelly. Uh, higher all-around war ceiling is Andrew Kisner. Uh, you look like Bert Kreishner. That sounds like a racist. Uh, Helsley comes from my alma mater, and it kills me what they've been doing with him this year from Cash Bridges. Yeah, uh, Cash, now I don't know if you follow me on Twitter, but uh, anybody who follows me on Twitter is probably exhausted by how much I've talked about the Cardinals' mishandling of, uh, of, of Ryan Helsley. It breaks my heart. It hurts me. Tonight, he started for Memphis as our good friend Brian Walton. And by the way, Brian Walton, I've, I've been ignorant and mean in the past in regards to Brian Walton, like an ignorant asshole that I am. Look, Brian Walton for the Cardinal Nation does an amazing job. Derek Shore for the Cardinal Nation does an amazing job. Subscribe to that service. It's amazing if you love prospects. They're fantastic people. But Brian Walton uh, tweeted out Ryan Helsley's stat line for the day. It was solid. It was good. RBI double, a couple strikeouts, a couple innings. Stretch him out. Make him a starter. That's the best option for the St. Louis Cardinals. And if you're not going to make him a starter, make him a full-time reliever. Commit to it one way or the other. Uh, is the Giants supposedly being buyers just a leverage move from B-Love? I'll say it's 50% leverage and 50% understanding that the market isn't moving fast right now and understanding that they can be patient and see how the market plays out. Uh, what would you do with the Stanley Cup if you had it for a day? I'd sit in it. I'd masturbate with it, on it, in it, every kind, like every way that you could put a bodily fluid on it. That's what I do with the Stanley Cup. What would I do with the Stanley Cup if I had it for a day? Uh, I'd sleep with it, honestly. It would be in bed with me. I'd take it to the coffee house. I'd pour concrete with it somehow. Uh, I'd drink amazing booze out of it. And I'd share it with my, my amazing father and my amazing brothers, uh, my brother Scott in particular, uh, my amazing father, James Reese, uh, who got to live to see a Stanley Cup victory for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, when he was diagnosed with cancer last March, none of us expected to ever see him see that or to live long enough to see it. Uh, I would He'd have to get his hands on it. He'd have to drink a bush beer out of it. Uh, my brother Scott, uh, he'd, I, like, I, it'd be a family affair. Uh, and I'd find some place 
to get it so that as many people could put their hands on it as possible here in St. Louis. I'd take it to the St. Louis Zoo, I'd put it in a red wagon, and I'd cart it around. Uh, Wainwright has value as player manager, just like Yachty. No, I don't. I the player manager thing is not for me. Uh, Forever Card says I'm sad I missed Pad. I'll listen to the replay. Here's my nipple for you, Todd. Welcome to it. Uh, Lars Newbar has ascended quickly, right? From Josh, yeah. Lars Newbar's in Double A, and it's because he takes a really, really good at bat. Now, I think there's a lot of comparison to be made with Lars Newbar and Kramer Robertson. Not physically, Newbar's a normal sized human being, and Kramer Robertson is not. He has a large head on a very below average body. But Lars Newbar has done a very, very good job of ascending through the organization. Uh, and I don't know what the next step is for him. I think that maybe we're, we're overselling what his potential could be. He has a weird swing and a weird approach, although it's a very professional approach in a weird way. Hopefully I can elaborate on it a little bit better. But yeah, he's made his way to the organization and we everyone loves a good Lars Newbar. Uh, Austin Stone said, Lindor is a guy that the Indians are going to be sad they get rid of. Yeah, just sign. If you were the Indians, just sign Francisco Lindor. Uh, would you give up Ian Torres or Malcolm Nunez for relief help? It depends on what the relief help is. Like, I wouldn't trade him for Will Smith for two months of Will Smith. I wouldn't trade him for Tony Watson. But if you're talking about, like, I don't even know. Like, not a role as Chapman, but someone like that? Yeah, absolutely I would. FMK, Gorman, Carlson, Kisner, you marry Kisner. That, Kisner would be an amazing husband, an amazing wife. Uh, you bang Carlson, and then you, you kill Carl, Gorman. I'm sorry. Uh, what, do you get, what do you got on Tommy Jew? Tommy Jew is hurt right now. He was the Cardinals' 13th-round draft pick. Uh, look, there's athleticism there. There's good speed. He's a good fielder. He has a good arm. We're just going to have to wait and see what it looks like when he's healthy. But I'm glad the Cardinals forked over the money for him. Uh, in this draft, who has a better career, Rasmus or Bader? Rasmus, no doubt. Seamart for Kyle Tucker, who says no? Uh, Astros, I would bet. Uh, how's Alex Reyes doing? I Actually, I would say both teams would equally say no. How's Alex Reyes doing from Stuart Big 99? It's not good. He's not recovering after he throws properly. Uh, he was with the big club this week, uh, talking with the medical staff trying to decide what the next plan of action is for him moving forward. Look, the Cardinals said at the, the get-go of after he had the peck issue, uh, peck issue, that uh, he was going to miss two to three starts. The only person who thought he was going to miss two to three starts was the Cardinals' uh, medical staff and John Mazalak. No one in Memphis thought he was going to miss two to three starts. He didn't think he was going to miss two to three starts. And guess what? We're on a month now, uh, and he hasn't pitched in-game. He's still throwing. He's not recovering right. That's the update on Alex Reyes. Uh, Klutz fan says, even if Schilt sticks around for several years, who'd be your preference as the next Cardinal manager? Uh, me. You and me, Klutz. How about that? We take over. I'll be uh, pitching coach. You be hitting coach. And we don't have a manager. Uh, you know, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know if there's, like, the next big thing. I don't think that player is within the Cardinals organization right now. Uh, Josh asks, is Hudson's lowish ERA but high FIP concerning to you? Uh, and also, H uh, H F R E I E R T says, "Is Carlson in the bigs in September?" I don't think. I don't think in September. I will say that if things get interesting at the deadline, don't be surprised if that accelerates the timetable for Dylan Carlson. I will also tell you that that's what I've been told. So just take that for whatever it is. Josh asked again, is Hudson's lowest ERA but high FIP a concern for you? I think our good friend Adam Butler uh, for Bird Law and Cardinals Conclave or wherever the hell he's writing for these days uh, nailed it perfectly. 
I think that because of the type of pitcher that Dakota Hudson is, you can't look at his FIP. I think because of the way he induces contact uh, and because of how his stuff acts, that FIP is misleading. I think it'll be misleading for his entire career. I do think that there's a happy medium between ERA and FIP there uh, that, that shows more normalcy. But in my mind, like you combine the two, you divide them by two, and that's the pitcher that Dakota Hudson is. Uh, favorite player from the oh, from the 19 draft. Look, I love George Kirby. Uh, Brennan Malone, I'll say. Brent Batty. Uh, Brent Batty would be my favorite player from the 2019 draft. Uh, Goldie hits 20 homers the rest of the year. That'd be or 40 home runs. If his, if his season total is 40 at the end of the year, that'd be amazing. You don't think it'll be Ravello sent down when Carp comes back? Is Ron Ravello still here? Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, it'll be Ravello. I'm wrong. I'm 100% incorrect about that. Yeah, I think it'd be Ravello. I don't know why I thought that he was gone. Jesus, I'm a moron. Uh, Red Sox have put up 19 on the Yankees. Well, that seems like a lot of fun. Uh, look up uh, Bert Kreischer. Uh, uh, he is a comedian from Mark Hayden. March Hayden, uh, DM me on Twitter. I don't know who that is. Junior Fernandez, The Real Deal, or another Sandy Alcantara. Hold on. Well, remember, Sandy Alcantara was the Marlins representative to the All-Star game this year. That's a pretty good pitcher, especially if that pitcher is being used in a bullpen. Uh, and effectively in a bullpen. Uh, remember, the difference is Alcantara is a starter. Fernandez is a designated reliever now. Uh, so what I'm saying is I don't think that Alcantara is a pretender. I think Fernandez is the real deal. I don't think he's like Craig Kimbrell. But I think he's going to be a very, very important part of the Cardinals' bullpen moving forward. And as a matter of fact, after we get past July 31st, Junior Fernandez needs to be on the Cardinals' 25-man roster. The Cardinals are better off with him on the 25-man roster uh, hold on, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, how is Mercado trade looking from C-Web 521? Look, I think a lot of times we see... I'm not upset with the Oscar Mercado trade. I, that's something that I probably should get into. Cardinals traded, Jan, uh, traded Oscar Mercado to the Indians for Jan Torres and Connor Cappell. Uh, Tor Mercado's doing amazing for the Indians. Blah, blah, blah. Torres is hurt. Capel's bad. They went after a left-handed power bat. They have such bad time trying to figure out how the left-handed bats are going to do at the minor league level. I get it. But it's still the right move to make. It was still a ballsy trade and the right move to make. You just hope Jan Torres gets healthy and you see where it goes from there. Look, any way you want to cut it this time last year when Mercado had a 760 on base percentage at the trade deadline, uh, none of us were upset about that move. Like, we were a little freaked out about it because whatever. But if the Cardinals had traded Harrison Bader instead of Oscar Mercado, we all would have lost our fucking shit because we're all reactionary fans that live in the moment. That's what's going on with Mercado. Mercado right now. Let's wait and see what it looks like a year from now before we even evaluate that trade. That's my thought about that. I feel like Helsley is the only one getting abused. Am I missing someone else? Well, over the last couple of years, people have said Brebbia and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But remember, Helsley, the reason that he's getting abused the way that he's getting abused is that he's gone from starting to relieving to starting to relieving to starting to relieving to starting to relieving. And it hasn't helped anyone. Uh, I fear the Cardinals are going to turn Helsley into another Joba Chamberlain. Oh, God, don't don't say that, Jake Delert. I can't do it. Uh, Midmo to Daddy Reese. Uh, above average head with a below average body. That's what she said. I like that. Is Carlson in the bigs in September? I think we talked about that. Is Hudson blah, blah, blah. Uh, most likely free agent acquisition in the offseason. If I just generally say a backup catcher, 
Because, oh, uh, no, I won't say that because Kisner's here. Weeders won't be. I'll say a left-handed relief pitcher. I've heard good reports on Thompson fastball sitting mid-90s but struggling with curveball command. That is inaccurate. I don't know who's telling you that, Todd. What I'll tell you is I've heard, even out of the bullpen, that his fastball is topped out about 96, but it's lived in the 92 to 94 range. Uh, the spin's kind of weird on it right now. And I will tell you that his curveball has been promising. He did have one start where his curveball wasn't good, where he's struggling still as his slider and his, his changeup. Uh, Dylan Carlson promoted to MLB this year. Hold up. Uh, let's do advanced stats. I love math. Is Stefan Trosclair still a thing? It is not, Fred Bird, and it's heartbreaking. Uh, Iowa Nick asked for a Griffin Roberts update. He pitched earlier in the week. He let up three runs in the third inning, uh, walked a couple guys, got into some trouble, hit a batter. But other than that third inning, he pitched five innings that were really, 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 really good. Bad third inning, six innings. Struck out four, walked two. All of the damage came in one inning. It was his most promising start of the year. Uh, uh, Brayden Brown asked me if uh, I if it's time to be concerned about Griffin Roberts. It's not. Let's get him on some CBD oil and see what happens. Uh, March Hayden says, new Twitter layout is cancer. Look, I don't like saying, like, blah, blah, blah is cancer. I hate the new layout for sure. Marp has been consistently bad since he was hit by pitch on his wrist August 15th of last year. That's a good observation, Josh. Is Ravello nervous, needing more starts based on numbers? He deserves some looks, but yikes. From Jake, Jay Frank the Tank, what I'll tell you is somebody who's watched a lot of Ron Hell Ravello's at-bats at the minor league level, he's just over-aggressive at the major league level. He's trying to do too much uh, in too short of a time span. This is what happens when you're a 10-year minor league a veteran making your way up to the major leagues for the first time. You're either Jose Martinez, who is just goofy and awesome and wonderful and can deal with it, or you end up being someone like... Uh, uh, Ron Ravelo, who's just pressing too much. That's what we're seeing out of Ravelo. If he goes back to hitting like he hit in Memphis with that approach, he's not going to struggle the way he has. He's not going to also. He's not going to be Jose Martinez either. But he's going to be serviceable in some capacity. Uh, thoughts on Yachty? My thoughts are: I think a lot of people. Uh, okay, so here's my thoughts on Yachty or Molina. When Albert Pools came to St. Louis with the Angels, a lot of people said, what if the Cardinals had signed Pools? What if he would be their first baseman? Can you imagine the public outcry? And what I would tell you is look at Yadier Molina right now. There wouldn't be public outcry. People would just be happy that the Cardinals legend is here. Because in reality, uh, Yadier Molina this season in 2019 is a deficiency. And we're seeing it now that Weeders and Kisser are splitting time. Look, if... if if Yadier Molina was willing to take a timeshare here at, at catcher, it'd be the best thing for him and whoever the backup catcher was and the team. But the problem is when Yadier Molina's in the lineup, he wants to play 100% of the time. That's not good for him. It's not the best thing for the team either. And I know that's hard for fans to accept because we all love Yadier Molina and we all know he's a Hall of Famer. But we need to be realistic about this because the best thing for the team is to have a timeshare at catcher uh, one way or the other. Thoughts that the Cardinals are in talks with Willie Mo Pena. I love it. Bring him on. Uh, I think Willie Mo. Pe I think Willie Mo Pena might actually still be playing in like Korea or Japan. Uh, Ronnie Williams update. Ronnie Williams has pitched really, really well for Springfield and Palm Beach. Kind of like buoyed back and forth a little bit between the two. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that's really impressed me about Ronnie Williams. He's maintained his velocity in the mid 90s in all of his relief appearances for Springfield. But he's also done a really good job of coming in with runners on base and getting double plays, getting soft, soft contact. Like, there's a chance that this time next year we're talking about Ronnie Williams 
in a role that we're talking about Junior Fernandez in, like as in a, a call up in the July the July time frame if he's healthy. Uh, and it's pretty cool to have in town Wowzers bad spelling. I don't know what's going on. Uh, what's the point in being a fan if you don't live to lose your shit? That's a good point. It's tough for me because like I just want to be honest about stuff. Like, to me, fandom is being excited but honest. It's being realistic but excited. That's fandom to me. But everyone fans differently. And we saw that with that Megan O'Brien or whatever the fuck her name was, who was like, if you're over 30 and you're, if you're over 30 and you're wearing a jersey with someone else's name on it, that's weird. Uh, it's not weird. Look, uh, coach purses are weird. Louis Vuitton's weird. Spending a million dollars on a fucking shoe is weird uh, wearing a jersey yeah you know what it's weird but so is being human the the human condition is a weird thing so let's not begrudge people for wearing whatever the fuck they want to wear uh, get over yourself so yes that's my point there I don't even know how we got there I really like Flaherty but I am worried about his consistency I think we're going to see look he had since Tyler Skaggs died uh, remember, he had two really good starts after that, after the initial, the death of the of Tyler Skaggs, the heartbreaking, emotional, tragic death of Tyler Skaggs. Had that one terrible start and then was amazing, had a bad start his last time around. I have a feeling we're going to see peak Jack Flaherty moving forward. How much better is Randy Rosarena than Magnura Sierra? Uh, twice as good, maybe? Different players, you know. Are Cardinals going to trade Kiz once Molina signs an extension? Uh, from Lucas K. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what's in the future there. And I sure hope not because I think the Cardinals are worse off if they do. Uh, Nick Plummer update. <laughs> Sad trombone. Yeah, that's the update. Uh, reactionary, but I feel like Shields pitching decisions haven't been bad. Does anyone agree from J. Frank the Tank? Now, in our private chat uh, for Birds on the Black... Tara Wellman said something amazing, and it's not like me to bring up a private chat, but she nailed it. And this last week, one thing we have seen out of Mike Schilt is being aggressive with pitching changes, and it's paying off, and there's no coincidence that now the Cardinals are doing well as the aggressive pitching changes are happening. Josh says, did you see my Paulie D question from earlier, or did I miss your answer? I didn't see it, buddy. Put it back up. I uh, can't believe Goldschmidt hasn't been mentioned yet. We, still, we talked about Goldie a little bit earlier. We're all happy about it. We're all excited. The problem is when you have Goldschmidt being as bad as he was up until now to being as good as he was now, like there's not extra excitement that comes with it. It's like finally it's happening. But make no mistake, the Cardinals are doing well right now because Paul Goldschmidt is hitting. Uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks back. It, without Goldschmidt hitting and without Carpenter hitting, the Cardinals are cruising for a bruising. Uh, odds cards make any transactions at the deadline. They'll make something. They'll make something. I don't know how significant it'll be, but they'll make something. Uh, who will be the September call-ups? Huh. Now, this will be the last year that the Cardinals will be able to call up anybody on their 40-man roster to the majors. Uh, next year, they'll, they will only be able to call two additional people up come September. So who are they? Like, Memphis isn't going to make a playoff run. So Ramon Urias... Edmundo Sosa, I would think. Uh, Genesis Cabrera, Ryan Helsley, if he's still down there. Dominic Leone, if he's still down there. Uh, just look at the Cardinals' 40-man. I don't think Justin Williams comes up. Jag might come up because of a late-inning pitch-hitting situation. Uh, that might. That's probably it. That's, those are the names that come to my mind. Uh, when are you getting on the podcast again? 
So Austin Stone says, when are you getting on the podcast again? If we're talking about prospects to be named later with myself and my good friend Colin Gardner, we're planning on trying to do it at once every couple weeks. Uh, like to do that. When are we getting on the podcast again? Look, I love podcasting. I love that we turn prospects after dark into a podcast. And I'll gladly podcast with anyone. I just like talking baseball. I like getting goofy. I like being lighthearted. And I like having fun. So hopefully soon. I would like to do something like a weekly update in podcast form. I don't know how realistic that is, but I'd love to do something like that. Uh, seeing you shirtless next to Leandro would be epic. Uh, from Rumsfeld, uh, Rumsfield 78. I think that's uh, our good friend Rumler. Uh, Matt Rumler, I believe is his name. And I'm sorry if I'm getting your name wrong. Twitter's a weird world for me. Uh, you're right. Me and Leandro doing push-ups. And like, me and Leandro getting arm-in-arm locked like Arnold and uh, uh, Carl Weathers and Predator would be epic. Was Justin Williams this injury-prone in Tampa? No, he was not. Uh, pool should do what makes you ha- uh, People should do what makes them happy and who cares? I agree. Uh, Dylan Carlson just hit a home run. I love it. Flaherty needs to trust his changeup more. I agree. I love when Kyle goes on a rant, wanders, forgets why he went, and then polishes off with a gem. Uh, thank you very much. So we know how Skaggs died. Do we know how Tyler Skaggs died? It seemed like natural causes. I don't know for sure. It's tragic one way or the other, even if it was. And it does. there's no indication that, it's this, that it is this. If it's an OD, if it's suicide, one way or the other, it's tragic. If it's natural causes, it's tragic. If he was murdered, it's tragic. A death is tragic. Uh, how much better? Blah, 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 we never did that one. Uh, wearing an unbuttoned jersey with a beer in your hand is a good look. I agree. Uh, especially if your unbuttoned jersey just shows chest hair. You guys want some of this chest hair? Get some of that. Oh, my God. Do you like it? Do you want it? Are you a naughty bitch? Uh, wearing blah, blah, blah. Does Scott Hurst have much of a future? Uh, from Riley, uh, from Ryan Ali, I believe. I'm sorry, Ryan, I, if I butcher your name. I do think Scott Hurst has a potential to be a fourth outfielder. I think he's had a rough year. We talked about it a little earlier. He's still a good fielder, but he's doing this weird thing where his balance is way off at the plate. I don't know what's going on there. It doesn't look good. If he can get his balance uh, under control, I think you're talking about a guy who rediscovers his 2018 form when healthy. So, yes, I think he's going to be a decent fourth outfield for a couple of years. Uh, uh, plays hang a Bernard Gilkey jersey next to Linkford. I'd kill to be able to hang a Gant, Jordan, and Gilkey jersey. That would make me so happy. That's my childhood in jersey form. Do you think the Ponce de Leon will go to the bullpen uh, in Waka's role? I think that it all... I Look, uh, Todd, I think things are very, very in flux right now. I think the Cardinals are going to stick with Ponce de Leon uh, at the major league level, and we're just going to have to see what happens. The next week is going to be very interesting. O'Neal was hitting right the break, not Goldie. Uh, so the other thing I want to say right now, I said it in a group chat, a couple of different group, group chats over the weekend, but you could tell that Tyler O'Neill was starting to show signs of fatigue. I'm glad that he got a couple days off. I'm anxious to see him reinserted in the lineup. You could just tell he was pressing. Uh, get him a little break. It's good. We'll get him fired back up. Uh, if you had to predict Kisner's OPS over the next five years, what would it be? Again, it's tough to say. Look, if he's only catching 30 games for the St. Louis Cardinals, then it's going to be low. If he's catching every day, then you're talking about a 335 over the next five years as an average, 330, with like one season where he's hitting like 37, getting on base at a 37% clip, something like that. He's a really good hitter. 
Uh, should Junior Fernandez come up? If you read my dirty thirty thirty my midseason dirty thirty five write up over at Birds on the Black of Junior Fernandez, you know that I want him up at the major leagues now. Every arm, every toss that he makes at the minor league level is a wasted toss. This is a guy with arm in, um, arm issues in his past. He needs to be at the major league level. He's ready for it. Uh, sooner prices said, let's podcast that. Hit me up and via DM. I'll podcast with anyone. We shouldn't trade Gorman or Carlson, right? Look, I think in the right deal, you trade Gorman. Uh, I'll probably regret saying that, but I would not trade Carlson. Uh, best place to enjoy a good bourbon and STL. Look, there, St. Louis has had, St. Louis has a bunch of good places to get bourbon. Like, uh, uh, there's Bridge downtown. There's fucking, uh, uh, there's a bourbon bar in Cherokee. I can't think of what it's called. Look, there's bourbon, amazing bourbon places. Uh, uh, especially here in the Central West End. You can go anywhere and get really, really good bourbon anywhere. Uh, Waka has been quite nice in his new role, and I'd like to use Gallegos in the 7th, Miller 8th, and Seamart in the ninth. I agree. Uh, our good friend Stu Stiles, who I raised my glass to, who does those amazing game recaps over at Birds on the Black. Stu Stiles is an amazing human being. Stu, I just want to say real fast as I talk to you through this little thing. I loved being in that room with you during Blogger Day. Uh, you were one of my favorite people. You're one of my favorite people. I love you. You do amazing work, my friends. It's Stu Styles. I raise my glass. Stu also asked, is there any way that Jag gets moved before the deadline? I think that there's a chance. You know, he's got big power, and he takes big, big hacks. Uh, anything could happen... I just don't know what his value is and what kind of return you would get. Ideally, like, Jag is the kind of player that you would want to trade for someone like Tony Watson. I think you still need to give up more than that, unfortunately, and that's where it gets dicey. Uh, what's the matter, Pad got you pushing... What's the matter? Pad got you pushing too many pencils. There we go, I love it. Uh, shirtless working... Uh, shirtless workout with you and Luis Robert. Look, that's not called workout, that's called pornography. Uh, is Julio Franco still available? Yeah, how old is Julio Franco now? Like 52? Uh, that's a good question. A three-run homer for Jag. I love it. Uh, uh, March Hayden says, yuck. What's the matter? CIA got you pushing too many pencils. Uh, God, Arnold's the best. Is Tommy Edmund ever a long-term everyday player? I say no. Some people disagree from Fred Bird B. Again, go to my Dirty 35 write-up of Tommy Edmund. I've been saying it nonstop. Tommy Edmund is a league average run producer who has a very, very valuable role as a super utility player on a good team. You're talking about a guy who you want to get 400 at-bats playing second, short, and third. Uh, maybe getting a couple innings in the outfield when necessary. Tommy Edmond is the type of player that you need, you need on a championship roster. Uh, you don't want him starting every day. He's not an everyday player. Sure, over a 10-day IL stand, he can play every day and you don't have to worry about it. But remember, he's the upgraded version of Greg Garcia. He's the upgraded version of Daniel Descalso because he can hit both ways with a little bit of pop. He's a better defender than both of those guys were. He's, he's an accelerated utility player that plays a valuable role on championship teams. So is he an everyday player? No, you don't ever want him to be an everyday player unless he's earning the everyday role. You want him to be a super utility player and a great option off the bench because of his switch hitting abilities. What is the point of keeping Waka? Well, somebody mentioned it a little while ago. You know, he's been really good in his role, whatever you want to call that role now. And maybe if he rediscovers that 98 mile an hour fastball and can drop in that changeup, he might be able to provide you with some valuable late inning option as a late inning option moving forward. 
Uh, Carlson just homered. I love that. I wish Peoria was winning more, but Ivan Herrera is hitting well right now. Yeah, catcher, 19-year-old Ivan Herrera is a bright spot down in the, the mid-levels of the minor leagues. We love him. He's a catcher. His catching's gotten okay. He has kind of a slow arm, but it's not, like, concerning slow. And as everyone gets excited about Nolan Gorman as a 19-year-old, we've overlooked Avon Herrera. Uh, one more time while he's in here, I want to raise my glass to Mr. Jason Hicks. Uh, again, not to get... But I love you, Mr. Hicks. You're the best. Uh, you know, the thing about Jordan not pitching is that you're not around as much, and your lovely wife Jennifer isn't around as much on Twitter. And it breaks my heart, and I was thinking about it today when I was pouring concrete. I love you guys. You're like family now, and I raise my glass to you. And also to Cardinals Gifts and his brother Friggin' Cardinals. I love the two of them. Uh, life is a weird thing, and just accept the journey and try to see each other and talk to each other as much as possible. Uh, Jig Delert says, is bow ties and bullshit still a thing? It's not. I don't know what's going on with uh, uh, two birds on a bat. I don't know what's going on there. I really want O'Neal to start every day, even though even through slumps. I want him to start every day, but I also want him to get time off. Remember, uh, even at Memphis, because of their pitching depth, or their, their outfield depth, he would start eight games in a row and then get a day. So for him to go a couple weeks in a row without getting a day, like I'm cool with him getting a couple days off. I just think now... Even though he was slumping, you gave him two days off in a row. Let's get him back in the lineup this weekend and see what happens. I love Planter's House. Good call. I think I'm in love with Paul DeYoung's sister, by the way. Uh, I can't talk about that. How are we sure that Gorman won't be Jake Lamb? We're not sure that that'll happen. But we will say that Nolan Gorman, because of his raw tools, even thinking back to when Jake Lamb was a prospect... Uh, at the mid-levels of the minor leagues, like, he didn't have the potential that Gorman has. We don't know he won't be Jake Lamb, and there's a very good chance that he ends up being someone like Jake Lamb. And by the way, Jake Lamb is a great, like, if you get Jake Lamb out of Nolan Gorman, that's a victory. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow for people who want Nolan Gorman to be a 20-time All-Star and a Hall of Famer. Uh, that's unrealistic. More realistic is something like Jake Lamb, and that's a valuable commodity. That's a hugely valuable commodity. If the Cardinals get Jake Lamb out of him, then they should, we should all be happy, uh, not disappointed. Although there is disappointment that comes with it, I understand, but that's because of our own expectations that they build up uh, in an unrealistic manner. I want to have a drink with the resistance at Dozer Park from uh, uh, Mr. Rumler. Yeah, you know, so Ashley and I were actually going to try to make it to Peoria this weekend, and then I was I had some work stuff, and she has a bachelorette party, and uh, hopefully they go to the east side, and she has an MMF. Uh, I am nervous about these next four series coming up. If they go 7-4, and four, that would be ecstatic from Todd. Yeah, look, and again, we talk about expectations and managing our expectations. Look, if they go 6 uh, if they go, what, 6-5, and five, we're happy in the next 11 games. If they go 5-6, and six, like, that's not even bad in that stretch against those teams. If they go 1-10, that's a concern. Uh, but let's just try to be realistic about what to expect out of this. Wasn't Carlson a save money pick? No. No, I mean, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing about Dylan Carlson. Dylan Carlson was a late riser in the draft because of his raw tools and abilities. Now, I think a lot of people had him in like the back half of the top 50. Some people had him in the back half of the top 100. But Dylan Carlson, when you go back and read about him, was the type of player that was making moves, was moving up the depth draft chart, moving up the, the draft chart. Now, he and uh, Dakota Hudson were taken with back-to-back -back picks. 
that kind of shows you, like, remember, that's the Gritchick Trout kind of thing, right? It doesn't matter what order they went in. It was all about allocating money properly. That's what happened with Dakota Hudson and Dylan Carlson. There were a lot of people that thought that the Cardinals got a steal with Dylan Carlson at that spot. It's all about perception. Remember, one thing that's becoming more and more common as we look at Cody Hosey, as we look at Brent Batty, uh, late risers in the draft going earlier than initially thought, and it's not because of signing. It's because of talent and scouting ability. So uh, he, he saved a little bit of cash, I think, but not as much as you would hope. Jag reminds me of Soler, uh, Jorge Soler, big potential. Look, there's big potential there. I will say that they're two different, they're, they're two similar players, but Jorge Soler is a completely different beast. Uh, there was a reason why he got the big contract that he got is because his tools are bigger than that. Remember, at this point, Jag's already 26. Uh, I think Solaire's 26, and look at what Solaire's doing in Kansas City right now and what Jag's doing in Memphis. They're the similar type player, and I get what you're saying there, Klutz. Uh, trade deadline seems a lot more tepid than recent years. It's because of the way that the trade deadline is segmented this year. There isn't a waiver deadline. Everything has to happen by July 31st. This will be the last year, by the way, that this happens. I'll be willing to bet it'll be a slow day. Major League Baseball won't get the press it hopes, and if they're smart, they'll adjust and make the one-day trade deadline in the middle of August. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Pick one of the Cardinals, Giles or Stroman. I'll say Giles, but only if it moves Seamart to the, the, uh, the rotation. You watching any TV shows since Game of Thrones? Look, I'm just watching Twin Peaks, Sean. I've been going back and watching Twin Peaks, and I know that you'll appreciate that, my friend. Kyle, where's your shirt from John Zancana? Oh, John, wait, is it right? Is it right here? No, no, it's not. Is it right? Is it right here? No, it's not. Is it right here? Nope, not right here. I don't know where my shirt is. Who? I don't know. Come and find it, boy. Uh, do you ever wonder what So Taguchi is doing right now every day? I want him and Eugene Koo to have a 69 that goes on Pornhub and I can masturbate to it before I go to sleep. Uh, Survivor or Brick Brother? Neither. I don't watch reality television show. The only reality TV I watch are cam girls. Uh, trade for Thor and the rest of Bobby Bonilla's contract. Oh my god. Can you imagine if John Mazalak were to give out a Bobby Bonilla contract? How the bow tie takes would be hitting so hard. Uh, weren't you going to do a write-up in the draft picks? Oh my god, I completely forgot about it. No, I didn't completely forget about it, but here's what I decided with that. First off, I haven't had time to go back and complete it. But I want to watch, like, Tony Losey's pitching at Peoria, and I've watched all of his appearances. I want to see that. Uh, John Ralston pitches for State College last night. I want to go back and watch that. Uh, I know who I want to be on that list, but I want to be able to expound on it a little bit more, so I've waited on it. We'll see what happens next. Uh, Herrera is a beast, I agree. Thoughts on cards running so much more this year. I love it. I love it, too. Look, I think there's a reason why the Cardinals have been better when they've been more aggressive. That comes from running. That comes from moving with base with contact. Uh, to Mike Schilt for moving people on the bases. Uh, Sooner Prices says, we need the Molinas to have a kid. They do, and the kid's supposed to be pretty good. Will Matt Carpenter really stay down as long as necessary? I don't think as long as necessary, Graham. I think we're talking about the Cardinals needing to make a decision after Tuesday's game next week. Why aren't you a scout? Uh, for real, because I'm a clown. I'm an idiot. I'm a monster. And uh, I can't imagine anyone taking me seriously. Uh, we are headed to St. Louis this weekend for Mr. Hicks. Mr. Hicks, I know that you'll probably have uh, the young one with you. 
whatever. I don't have plans to go down to the stadium. Uh, Ashley will be down there on Saturday. I was looking at tickets on Sunday, potentially, but I'd love to get together with you guys. If you're out having a meal or having a drink, you know how to find me. I, I, I find you two to be the most, two of the most charming people I've ever met. And uh, I, it's just a pleasure to talk with you via this thing. And if you're here, I feel like we need to get together. Love you, friggin' cards. Is Hyura the real deal for the Brewers or just a flash? No, he's the real deal. O'Neal hungry again, I agree. Have you joined the White Claw craze? Yeah, so Ashley got me on all of those seltzers. They're all really good. I like booze, family. I like booze a lot. I'll tell you right now, there's two beers that I'm big on. One is a Dragon's Milk Raspberry Hibiscus. Uh, I just got the last one in St. Louis. I'm convinced of it, the four-pack, as it's a seasonal thing. And then the Mas Agave from Founders. If you can track down either of those beers, you're doing yourself a huge service because they're amazing. Uh, Nolan Gorman is basically Joey Gallo is such a tired phrase lately and even then can you imagine if Nolan Gorman turns out to be a potential MVP candidate Joey Gallo is an MVP candidate that's so fucking rare god we're so stupid as fans if Nolan Gorman ends up being an MVP candidate in the vein that Joey Gallo is then the Cardinals won big also Dylan Carlson is basically Cody Bellinger yeah that's lazy oh my god from Josh yeah, look, you see his swing, and his swing is beautiful, and it looks like Cody Bellinger, but there's a lot more nuances than that. Look, and Cody Bellinger, again, you're talking about who I would call the frontrunner for National League MVP at this point. Uh, it's it's a na the naivete that's involved in putting these labels on these players makes me sad. It's a tough pill to swallow, you know? Uh, Jag and Solaire are probably the same age. Uh, why do we only get two call-ups after this year? It's part of the new deal that the, the Major League Baseball made in an effort to increase the pace of play. Uh, real talk, how'd you lose so much damn weight from Josh? So Josh, honestly, on April, so I work for a municipality, a local government. And in April, they offered two free weeks of the Y. So I took the two free weeks, and then May was free. So what I would do is I would go to work, and I'm a con I am do concrete, so we do concrete every day, and then I'd go to the Y, and I'd get on the elliptical for 35 minutes, I'd do heavy incline, and, uh, 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 heavy incline walking for about an hour, hour and a half every day, and then I'd shoot hoops, and I'd chase after the ball because I'd miss the ball a lot. I did that every day. In the morning, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and coffee and a banana. At lunchtime, I had soup a piece of fruit, uh, and olives, and at dinner I'd have chicken or steak or something like that, and that's how I lost 50 pounds in about three months. And uh, that was it, going to the Y, doing cardio and eating, and that was it, and I've, I've been drinking, as you guys know, to drinking. That, that gum you like is going to come back in style. The owls are not what they seem. The owls are not what they seem. Uh, that sounds rude. Laugh my ass off. Uh, this will go down in history as a shirtless pad and everyone will know it by name. That's right, VHS. This will go down in history as a shirtless pad and everyone will know it by name. 
Uh, Bader, odd man out when Ozuna comes back. Uh, I don't even know. Like, look, we're still a long ways away. I know that Rick Hummel was saying on Frank Cusimano's uh, radio show that maybe in the next week he's back to being in a minor league game or something like that. Uh, more than likely. But we know, as Cardinal fans, that these roster decisions have a way of sorting themselves out. Let's see what happens. Uh, how many retweets for you to do a face reveal? Are we talking about my dick? Uh, none. I will show you my dick. Okay, sounds like a plan. Uh, Dragon's Milk is the shit. I love it. Brick Re Blake Reichert. Now, if you can find it, and again, I swear to God, I got the last four-pack in St. Louis. I've called Randall's. I've called Lucas. I've called Schnook Stores today trying to find it. Find the Raspberry Hibiscus Dragon Milk. I got the one four-pack that they had at Randall's on Jefferson uh, here in St. Louis, and it's amazing, amazing, amazing stuff. I'd shit a brick in a good way if Gorman turns out to be Gallo. Yeah, that'd be an amazing. People have no idea what that means. Is Ponce the best looking guy on the team? Uh, well, so for me, it's John Brebbia, right? Because he's weird looking. But I think Dakota Hudson, who kind of looks like uh, a stand-in for a Hollywood actor in a dangerous fight scene, uh, is surprisingly attractive. And, of course, all the ladies love John Gant and Harrison Bader. So I would just say the Cardinals are hot. And Jordan Hicks, of course, who I would imagine is slaying here in St. Louis. Uh, even And maybe even more so now that his arm's in a sling or that little thing. Like, I hope Jordan Hicks is in here in St. Louis, unless he's in a committed relationship, of course. Just putting him down one by one. Uh, the dream of Hudson Carlson coming back to haunt Cubs is real. I love that from Jay Dizzy. Uh, sucks that Gallo's season is over. It really is. I saw somebody say he might come back in September. That blows my mind. A broken hammock. Now, uh, Alaris Montero had a broken hamate, and that happened at the end of May, and he's making his GCL debut now. So you're talking about two months. Uh, I don't know how he comes back, and if he does, uh, baseball's better off for it. Another Predator classic, Arnold throws a knife through a dude, then says, stick around. Oh, Arnold, just one after the other. Your thoughts on stealing first? I think that we're going to have to wait and see how all of these new rules turn out. Look, I don't have a problem with it. I'd love to see it happen. I think it'd be hilarious. I think Harrison Bader's on base percentage would finally go to a respectable number. Uh, other than that, I have no feelings about it at all. I just want to see how it all turns out. Imagine Goldie, Paulie D, and Ozuna being hot at the same time. And also, now imagine an outfield of Fowler, O'Neill, and Ozuna with O'Neal, Ozuna, Paulie D, and Goldie all being hot at the same time. That's potent. That's potent, potent. And even Matt Carpenter just doing normal career Matt Carpenter stuff. Uh, give Lance a chance. I love that. I saw it at a Columbia Schnooks today. Now, again, not Dragon's Milk, the, the Raspberry Hibiscus. And you got to get it, brother. You got to get it. You got to get it. MFK, Bernie, uh, Bernie Michaelis. Kevin Wheeler or Randy Carricker, I'm staying out of that one. I want nothing to do with that conversation. Now, if one of those idiots puts me on the radio and I can show them up uh, and how good I am, then yeah, sure, why not? But I don't want anything to do with any of them. I just want to listen to the morning after. Creamy or chunky peanut butter? I am a creamy fan. You won't be surprised. That's your niche, Kyle. Kyle, finding things that people like. That's right, C70. Speaking of finding things that people like, look at what I found, C70. I found this body. This is what people like. Actually, no one likes it. Not one person. I have yet to find one person who likes this body. But what I do like C70 is I love that beautiful love seat, uh, the beautiful recliner that you have. You deserve that. You earn it. And by the way, 
Uh, I'm going to raise my glass, even though he doesn't drink, to the lovely and talented and charming and amazing uh, Daniel Shoptaw C70. Look, I love Shoptaw. He, I think he's, I think he's the the kindest, most generous, most amazing person you're going to find on Cardinal Twitter. I will die defending that. Uh, Shoptaw, your takes on The Last Jedi are awful, but you are still my favorite person, buddy, on this entire fucking website. Uh, pardon my language. I don't mean it like that. Uh, and I, you know I think of Cardinal's gifts like a brother, uh, friggin' cards like a, a, a stepbrother, and many other people here with Mr. Hicks. Uh, but you are the best. You're the best of all of us. And I could only imagine being half the person you are. So to you, uh, I raise my glass. All right, how long will Mon Monterey be in GCL? And will he go to Memphis? Oh, Montero we're talking about. Stupid autocorrect. Isn't autocorrect the worst? I would imagine that uh, uh, Alaris Montero finds his way back to Springfield. And uh, not very much longer. Actually, no, not very much longer. Uh, Braun, not Brown, says, stealing first is dog shit garbage. Sure, I agree. Why not? I don't care anymore. Uh, Cash Bridges says, any info on Tyler Reichenborn? A uh, guy just randomly appears on the GCL roster last week. So let me tell you my Tyler Reichenborn. I don't know a goddamn thing about him. Uh, this would be one of those that C70 would stump me on. Uh, I know that when I saw him on the GC roster last week, I had every intent of looking him up, and then I thought... He's a non-drafted free agent, almost certainly. Uh, and not to say that those guys don't pan out, but I just wanted to learn more about the players that the Cardinals had that were drafted that I thought, I'm going to wait a little bit. So I don't know much, and I promise you now, because I think he's been brought up twice now, that I'll do a little bit more digging, and uh, I, I take great embarrassment in not having more information for you. Uh, these are usually the guys that I love. But I've been so pressed for time and uh, so just worn out that I, I, I haven't been able to do any extra research. And I'm sorry, family. I really am. Uh, how long until Terry Fuller is hitting 40 ding-dongs in the bigs? Two years. No, it's going to be longer than that. 40 home runs. Jesus. That's rare. It's rare. He might hit 40 home runs over the next three minor league seasons. Uh, what do you think the explanation is for Leandros' power sag? Uh, so, Leandros Adeno, what I'll say just off the top of my head is I think that he's made a lot of adjustments. I don't think he's trying to swing for the fences the way that he has in the past. I think he's anticipating more than just reacting. And I think he's trying to become a more well-rounded hitter, and I think that's part of the reason for the power sag. I also think the Cardinals have worked with his mechanics. It was something we talked about via Twitter tweet when I tweeted a gif about him. By the way, Leandro Cedeno follows me, and I love Leandro Cedeno. Uh, but they're working on his mechanics, trying to be, make him be a little bit more patient, a little less aggressive early in counts. That hurts him. I think that helps, or that hurts the powers as well. Uh, there's a lot of adjustments that needs to happen with him. He's a big boy. Probably stand to get into a little bit better shape. I just think that being a 20-year-old in the Midwest League, it's not easy to hit home runs. And a guy with the power that he has, uh, potentially, not being able to hit home runs shows you how tough it is at that age. Uh, have you found that anyone is negative to you for losing weight? 
sometimes that happens. No, no. Like, I have people, I do have people ask me, like, oh, what's your secret in kind of a condescending way? Like, they assume that I'm doing dope. Uh, I've never done a drug in my entire life. Uh, barely did any painkillers when I had shoulder surgery or back surgery. Uh, none with back, just a couple with shoulder. I was, like, 14 years old. 15. Anyways, uh, I don't do drugs, so no, it's none of that. Although I like joking about doing cocaine, because apparently I find that funny, which I'm sure there's levels of psychosis that need to be just destroyed to understand. But, um, yeah, that's the only time is that people think I'm cheating or something. Uh, I'm not taking care of myself, when in reality I'm doing the best job of taking care of myself ever. Uh, that glass looks empty. Refill. Also, when's the next pad this year or next year from Josh? Yeah, I'm sorry for taking so long. How about this? This is my pad guarantee on a Thursday night, July 25th. Let's try to do pad again on Sunday. I'm going to try to do pad again on Sunday. Uh, he's a Dodgers draft pick, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Scott Rowland Cards Hall of Fame speech over under three minutes. Uh, I'll say under. Uh, you're good. I just saw he was only 20 and thought that was odd for an undrafted free agent. Uh, what would you do with Ryan Helsley if you were Mo? He'd be at the major league level. He'd be starting. He would have been starting and in the rotation for the last month of the season instead of Waka, instead of Ponce de Leon. How's Tony Losey? Tony Losey has a command issue. He has sloppy mechanics, and he needs to work on it. I've been impressed with his slider. It's a breaking pitch. Some people might construe it as a curve. It looks like a slider to me. Uh, has that, like, fade cut to it. Uh, hard to tell from the camera angles I've seen. Fastball's been in the 96-97 range. Has trouble with command. Uh, that's how Tony Losey's been. Cardinals third-round draft pick out of Georgia. Uh, over under years until Devin's first home run starting number is 6.5. And the major leagues are in the minors. I'll say in the minors it's, uh, uh, uh is what I'll say. Uh, cause weed's not a drug, huh? I don't think so. Uh, just say no, Kyle. That's right. Griffin Roberts is a sinner. That's right, Graham. Uh, pad guarantee. I agree. I love pad so much. No joke. I miss this shit. Josh, I miss you, my friend. I miss doing prospects after dark. Look, we're an hour and 40 minutes into the shindig. I'm going to raise my glass. Look, to my birds on the black people, right now, the people that are putting out the content are Alex, Chris Afoli, and Tara. They're doing chirps. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's amazing. Everything that Tara does is amazing. Everything that Alex does is amazing. We get our daily uh, uh, recaps from, uh, we're going to save cards gifts, from uh, uh, Stu Styles and Enchil. Uh, Ben Cerruti does amazing stuff. Cards, cards, when he's writing, you know everything that he does is gold. Um, by the way, as, as uh, every year we seem to have a rookie come up and spark the team. Definitely Tommy Edmond this year. Yeah, and also good pitching comes up. Uh, normally I don't address him when he comes in here. But Mr. Carlson is in here. And Mr. Carlson is an amazing man who has done an amazing job of raising an amazing son. And he's an amazing baseball coach. And as Mr. Hicks is in here, this is a duel. I raise my glass to Mr. Hicks and Mr. Carlson. Uh, I love both of you and thank you so much for contributing what you've contributed, not just with your sons, uh, but just with like being a part of the Cardinal community. Uh, I raise my glass to all of you. Look, having the two of you in the Cardinals organization, not just the two of you, your families and your sons in the Cardinals organization has been an amazing thing for me to experience and for Cardinals Nation to experience. So I raise my glass to the Hickses and the Carlsons. Anyways, getting back to birth on the black. And by the way, Mr. Carlson and Mr. Hicks, 
Look, uh, I'm so glad. The one good thing about Hicks being being injured is that he won't be traded. He was never going to be traded. But I love knowing that Dylan Carlson isn't going to be traded. I love hearing Mo talk about Dylan Carlson staying in the organization. Big untouchable, he should be. Jordan Hicks should be. These are unique, elite talents. Uh, and I feel privileged to be able to spend part of pad with you guys. Anyways, as I get back to my birth in the black family, Stu does the recaps. Ben Cerruti's amazing. Enchil's amazing. Alex is amazing. Tara's amazing. Uh, I'm pedestrian, but the worst kind of pedestrian. But more importantly, our overlord is a gentleman named Cardinal's Gifts. And uh, the last week or so, Cardinal's Gifts has been on vacation. And that hurts, because let me tell you something. I love Cardinal's Gifts with all my heart. I view him as a brother. Uh, he's everything that a Twitter personality can be to me. Uh, and I just feel fortunate to be a part of his life in whatever capacity I am a part of his life. Uh, anyways, we are lucky to have Cardinal's Gifts as part of our community, uh, to be a prominent member of our community. And he's one of the few good things about our community that are always always good. So, uh, other than to my birds on the black family, who I love with all my heart, Whitewater Attorney, Adam Van Grack, who does some stuff. We have a pinch hitter segment coming up here. Uh, cards, Cards, uh, myself, uh, Chuck Brownson, who I don't know if he writes anymore. I think that our good friend Dennis wrote something, but I, I don't know what the fuck is going on, so I might have missed it. But to my birds on the black family, I raise my glass. I, again, I don't deserve to be a part of this community. I don't know what Cards, Cards sees in me. Uh, but I just thank you so much, our cards, cards, what Cardinals gifts season me, but to cards, gifts, and to my birds in the black family, I raise my glass. As we get to the end of our Prospects After Dark for the first time in months, uh, as I stand here shirtless and naked and nude in front of all of you, uh, I want to say one more time to all of my pad people, just thank you so much. Like, you know, over the last year, this went from being an asshole facing the opposite direction, trying to be cute and funny, to allowing me to just be myself in front of all of you. And now here I am without a shirt, just trying to be funny and talk about baseball and have common interests with people that I care about. And uh, as we sit here now, there's like 54 people in the room. We had like 170 people there for a while, for a good while. Uh, the, the, my, my pad faithful here and the people who will be listening to the podcast later on look just thank you so much and it isn't even about like thank you for supporting me or thank you for being a part of this like thank you for being just a reasonable honest soulful human being and enjoying honest fun baseball talk uh, you know the pad people are amazing you've bought t-shirts you sent me cool shit funny shit amazing shit and I just feel so enriched by the community that's been cultivated and created here. And that's in no small part to Mr. Jordan, Mr. Jason Hicks, uh, the father of Jordan Hicks, Mrs. Jennifer Hicks, uh, to Mr. Jeff Carlson, uh, the Carlson family, uh, but also to all of you who are a part of this. You know, also, minor league baseball is an important thing, and the Cardinal Nation people are amazing, too. I want to say one more time, thank you to Brian Walton for cultivating this culture, to Cardinals uh, Cards Farm, uh, uh, John Nagel for cultivating this culture, letting me be a part of it. Um, Derek Shore, like, we are a community, and we should all enjoy the community we're in. So to my pad people, my people that are part of the resist, my people that are part of the resistance, 
uh, to the, the pad people I raised my glass. Glassed? My glass. And that's it, family. These are my naked nipples. Nipples. Sorry, podcast people. You didn't get to see the nipples. Uh, do whatever you got to do. Uh, but two, for everybody at Birds on the Black, everybody at Prospects After Dark, for Cardinals gifts, my brother from another mother, to his brother for getting cards, my brother Michael, my brother Scott, my brother Jim, my mom Denise, my father James Charles. Uh, if you're watching this, you're part of the resistance. Thank you so much for being a part of my family, uh, loved ones. Enjoy yourself some booze. Have a great weekend. Let's sweep the fucking Astros. And as always, family, happy hunting.